0: The International Day of African Child commemorates the 16th June of 1976 student uprising demonstration in Soweto, South Africa, which was led by the African student who against apartheid inspired education. The African continent commemorates the event with the aim to draw attention to children's rights. Welcome to Creative Centre for Communication and Development podcast where we'll talk about issues affecting women and girls. My name is Namsama Mokwewu, and I'm your host in today's episode. Joining me in this episode is Irene Moyo a young lady who lives in Playao and will share with us her experience as a young girl. Good morning, Irene. Please tell us about yourself.
1: Hi, Namsama. Thank you so much for inviting me in today's episode. My name is Irene Moya. I am 22 years of age. I'm currently a journalist at Newsday Day and the Standard. I'm also a student at the National Visitor of Science and Technology. To add more, I'm also a hustler.
0: <laughs> OK, thank you, Irene. Uh, what does the Day of African Child mean to you?
1: So the Day of the African Child to me mean a time to reflect on the progress that has been made by the government local authorities and institutions in achieving the children's rights and in making sure that these rights have been followed by individuals, by the organizations and by the world at large. So this is also a moment to explore some of the challenges that uh, children are currently experiencing despite these rights that has been introduced. So basically, this is what I think African
0: um, charts they mean to me. True that. True that. Okay, Erin. What are some of the key issues affecting girls that you have closely observed?
1: There are so many challenges that uh, girls are still facing even today's society, despite the rights that they've been given by the government by by institutions. And by certain individuals, girls are still suffering. One of the challenges that I know that still affects girls in a very negative way is um, economic crisis. In Zimbabwe, we all know that we are are facing uh, economic challenges. We are in a time where inflation has reached something like 132% within uh, the last four months. And it's something that is so critical so many families are being impacted negatively impacted by such uh, changes within the economic sector within the financial sector so so many girls are venturing into post prostitution uh, some are child hated families some are now considering to, to, to stay with sugar daddies and all that and this is a very big challenge that is most likely to to result in so many other challenges such as uh, teenage pregnancies, spread of HIV and AIDS, depression, uh, etc. Et we also look at other challenges such as climate change. Climate change has also affected girls in ways that we cannot even imagine. There are some uh, families that have experienced floods, they do not have um, proper shelter, some have experienced droughts, and so many people are struggling to make a living or to buy food rather. We are seeing places like Matabeleland South and some parts of Matabele North, we are seeing also Maswingo. so all these victims want food, so girls are part of that population that really needs uh, intervention. So at this point, we can truly say girls are under um, attack. Girls are still facing challenges despite the rights that have been granted to them by the government or by certain authorities in the world. We are also having uh, girls around in Africa who well, we are also victims of political instability, some of them are being raped, uh, some of them are being killed, so basically we can say girls are still in need of more protection than we we, we think, than we can even imagine, because the world is getting worse and so on frankly when it comes to girls.
0: Thank you Erin, that's very true. Uh, what do you think can be done to improve the situation facing girls in this country?
1: There is a lot that can be done in improving uh, the situation that is being faced by girls in Zimbabwe. First of all, we'd like to applaud uh, the government in trying to make sure that uh, girls' rights or children's rights are being followed and dead to it. They are being enforced in different institutions, um, organizations and all that. So we'd like to, I mean, give them an end of applause in that. Because so far in Zimbabwe, we do not have a serious case whereby girls are being um, abused, girls are being uh, sexually harassed, though they're still there, but they're not as high as compared to other countries who, are my, who might be facing political instability and all that. But in Zimbabwe, we can say there's still more that needs to be done in improving the situations that girls face for instance uh, in especially in rural areas there are interventions humanitarian uh, interventions are still needed in providing food food security in providing shelter providing um, even education because that's the best thing that you can ever give To anyone else. If you educate them, they will know even in future how to take care of themselves. Even our government has to be very strict when it comes to enforcing the laws that are meant to protect young girls and women. So basically, uh, this is what I think uh, should be done more for girls.
0: So, turning to your situation, please share with us any experience that you went through as a young girl.
1: As a girl who is straight from Gwanda in rural areas, there is something that um, I still believe had so much power, even in my today's experiences with, with this urban community, which is exclusion. The exclusion, girls in, in the rural areas are excluded in so many ways they excluded from accessing the internet internet is the source of all the information needed but due to poor connections i mean financial challenges that you can't even afford data you can't even afford a cell phone these are challenges that affect girls in the community and i believe as well i was affected by those challenges and I still believe that those challenges also have a very big role that they are playing in in someone's future. For instance, um, I got to really familiarize myself with internet when I came here in the urban community in That's when I I got to really know how to use internet, how to research, how to communicate how to venture or how to use other social media platforms, how to use this, you know. So I believe that is a step behind when it comes to any development, be it um, by the community, by girls, by boys, everyone really who doesn't have information is most likely to to experience a delay in any development.
0: Oh okay, okay Erin. Thank you again. So how has this experience shaped your current position and your future as a lady?
1: Challenge of having no access to information I believe some and somehow it affected me, especially in my studies. I mean I could have done better at that time but due to to the fact that i had no access to information access to internet to be specific maybe i was going to do a different degree for instance such as business management or i always wanted to venture into business so because of what i obtained in my level results automatically it means i should venture into arts, and that's what i did and i believe that's how hard i was really affected by the lack in the access of
0: information okay so looking into that um what do you think should be done to prevent this from happening to other girls
1: there is a lot that really needs to be done by communities in making sure that girls rights are respected in zimbabwe for instance, we have to start by creating awareness. Girls themselves, they have to know what their rights are. Parents have to know how to treat their children. Traditional leaders well people in the community also are supposed to know how these girls are supposed to be treated or what is it that the law is saying. So that if it happens that anyone tries to invert or to violate their rights, they can easily identify that. We also have the government which is supposed to be in the forefront making sure that every instit- institution, each and every organization, each and every community uh, and the, the, their laws uh, their laws that are guiding or their laws that are protecting us from being um, victims of violated rights and all that. So I believe everyone has a role to play in making sure girl child is protected from any human rights violation.
0: Oh, my last question: uh, What do you think can be done to ensure that the rights of girls in Zimbabwe are protected?
1: Okay, in terms of what can be done, also to improve um, the girls' situations in Zimbabwe girls are still being victims of child marriages and I believe this is a cultural issue both the government and the society should protect a girl child so what can be done is the government should be so strict and introduce I mean educate the society on the impact of child marriages and also introduce policies street policies that will have an effect even to our churches to community and to certain individuals because some people are still hiding under the face of being uh, at church the face of being a leader at a certain communities and that is destroying so many girls, we have records of people who have died due to uh, young Teenage pregnancies, which are mostly influenced by child marriages. So that should be something to consider as we are trying to rally behind the girl's shot. As we are trying, trying also to
0: protect them. Right. Thank you so much, Erin, for sharing with us your, your perspective about the African Child Day. We hope that your experiences will serve as a learning cave in advancing girls' rights in Zimbabwe. Thank you listeners for being with us in this episode. It has been a great pleasure having you on the show. Stay tuned for our next episode. My name is Namza Mokweb and it's a goodbye for now.